Welcome to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Canyon School District. This is a show about what we teach, how we teach, and why. We get up close and personal with some of the people who make our schools great. Students, teachers, principals, parents, and more. We meet national experts, too. Learning is about making connections. So connect with us. Hello, all you ghosts and goblins and Wonder Women, Barbies and Ken, zombies and vampires. It's time to get ready for the spookiest time of the year. So this week on Connect Canyons, we want to make sure you have a safe and fun Halloween. I'm your host, Francis Cook, and I'm joined today by Student Resource Officer Max Zacherson to talk the all things Halloween safety. Trick-or-treating is, of course, our main event, but here at Canyons District, we have a number of events that our students take part in in the days leading up to Halloween. Let's start with costumes at schools. We know our younger grades can have costumes with some caveats. Uh, Can we go over some of those rules? And what about our older kids, too? Obviously, as long as they're appropriate for school, um, you know, costumes are are good. They're encouraged. I think a couple of the rules would be no masks and any kind of, like, weapon or accessory that would go along with the costume usually those are asked to be left at home. So things like swords and things, yeah. probably leave those at home. Yep. Masks exactly. can make it difficult to see our kiddos' faces, for them to see us. Right. It's a safety thing. Yeah. But they can still have fun with it, right? Yeah, of course. Um, sometimes our families really get into the spirit of Halloween and they make their own costumes. Or, you know, the rage right now is all these blow-up costumes. Those can be a little tricky for those school parades and things. Can you speak to that? Those are a lot. Those are pretty popular. I like those. They're fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they just especially the blow up ones. They're kind of big and fitting in doorways and standing in lines. It can kind of interrupt things. I would say just pick something else if you can. I mean, if it's the only thing, I think you're probably going to be okay. But if you can pick something for kind of, you know, it's not a bad idea to have something for the the school parade and then maybe something that you'll go out with on Halloween, and they could be different things. Yeah, and yeah, that's the fun part, right? Yeah, you can yeah. get to wear a couple different costumes, yeah. right? Who doesn't love that? So let's go to the main event then, trick-or-treating. Yes. That's what everybody looks forward yeah. to, right? And there's a, there's a lot more safety elements that come with that. It gets darker. There's a lot of people running around, a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about those costumes when it comes to being outside. A lot of costumes, you know, they're, they're dark colors and things like that, so... Mm-hmm. If you can kind of incorporate some kind of visibility, right? We, you want to be seen. It's it's going to be late. It's going to be dark. Um, so lighter colors, anything reflective. Um, or, glow sticks. Yeah, glow sticks are awesome. Just something to kind of brighten it up and lighten it up just a little bit can be helpful. I even read using your trick-or-treat bag or your bucket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the the accessories can could could be that kind of that brighter element, if you will. Um, and come to think of it, now you have you know lightsabers that yeah. actually light up yeah. well compared yeah. to what we had growing yeah. up. All as the kids. Jedi will be seen. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think that rule about masks can be put in place both in school and out of school. You know, you try one of those masks on, and it's just the tiniest yeah. slit for eyes, and sometimes there's even nothing for your, you know, it covers your mouth, so it's hard to breathe, it's hard to see. Yeah. So, you know, makeup and hats, I think, are 
maybe a better option. Yeah, masks always always look cool, but yeah, if we're if we're being honest, they're never fun to wear. You know, <laughs> um, they also can can like block the visibility for kids and things like that. So, I say you know if you can do face paint or some type of hat, that's always that's always good. Um, you know, another option is just to like have the mask with you and then kind of when you go up to the doorstep and they kind of want to show off the costume, okay, you put the mask on and, and do that, but then maybe put it back over on the top of your head. We're having a cold snap right now. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, you never wanted to wear your coat over yeah. your yeah. your costume, right? right? Mom mm-hmm. and dad were always saying, put your coat on. Mom, exactly. my costume. Yeah, you can't cover it up. Right. So maybe layers yeah. underneath. Yep, I think layers are always good because, um, I mean, a lot of the layers can go underneath the costume, so you don't block the costume, right? And then with layers, you can, if it gets too hot, you can take a layer off uh, or you can add a layer. So layers are good. One thing one of our colleagues here at Canyons mentioned that I never thought of was <coughs> giving them something to drink while they're out and about. She says she hands out like uh, Kool-Aid or Gatorade. Oh, and they shut the it down, yeah. To the trick-or-treaters, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I I, also, growing up, had a, a neighbor that would do this this warm apple cider, and it, it always had a line. It was the favorite. So, yeah, I think that's a good a good idea. I mean, everyone's giving out candy, which is which is fine, which is good. But, yeah, um, that's a thought that maybe something to drink. And then also even just having something or giving something to the kids as they go, as they prepare to go trick-or-treating, like – a little bottle of water or something they could throw in the bag or their bucket. And, yeah. um, you know, when it's cold, you don't really want to drink because it's cold, but it's important to stay hydrated. So. Yeah. Not, it's definitely not something I would have thought of, but yeah. she says they, they jump right on it. Uh, so let's talk about safety when it comes to cars. On average, children are more than twice as likely to be hit and killed by a car on Halloween than any other time of the year. Yeah. And, You know, it's fair to say, obviously, there's a lot more people out and about. They're running around. They're excited. We want everyone to slow down. Mm -hmm. Our trick-or-treaters driving around. What are some of your your top safety points there? Yeah, I think for the kids, the trick-or-treaters, just just understand that uh, it's it's especially hard for drivers. I mean, obviously, drivers need to also be, be paying attention, but they've got a couple more things that they've got to think about and um, kind of multitask while they're driving. They're looking out for the kids. They're they're trying to figure out, okay, where am I going? Which turn is it? So just understand that they also are a little bit distracted. And so you as a trick-or-treater need to be paying more attention, especially on Halloween, um, because, you know, you can react faster as somebody who's not operating a vehicle. So pay attention. Don't I know everyone's excited. We want to bolt out and run across the street and get to the next house. And, oh, they're giving full-size candy bars over there. I got to <laughs> run over there. You know, don't worry. There will be plenty. Just just slow down. Like you said, stay with groups I think is important. Obviously, you're easier to see that way in groups. And uh, just don't forget the basic safety tips. You know, when you're crossing the street, look both ways and, and double-check and just make sure it's safe. So. One of the things we always did as kids was we would do one side of the street first. Mm-hmm. And then that gets you to the corner where there might be a crosswalk or at least a street lamp. Cross <clears throat> the street and then to the other side. That way you're not darting yeah. in between those parked cars and out of traffic. Yeah, I would definitely stay, you know, say uh, as, as much as you can avoid crossing the street. So that is a good that is a good idea to to stay on one side and not be bouncing back and forth. Just 
if you can minimize the time that you're crossing streets and in the streets, obviously it's safer that way. And phones can be a problem both for the trick-or-treaters and drivers, right? Kids are out taking pictures or, yep. you know, texting their friends, where are you? Mm-hmm. I think on, on both sides, it's good to have them with you for yeah. safety and for a flashlight or what have you, yep. but they can be a distraction for even for our trick-or-treaters. Make sure if you have kids with phones, you, you do want to make sure they're charged. So, hey, if they need it, they have it, but also um, just remind them to, to put it away unless it's really needed to focus on on what they're doing and staying safe. So it's good it's good that a lot of people have them now, but also they can lead to that those distractions too. Let's talk about what age is it appropriate for kids to go trick-or-treating just with their friends, maybe without a parent. Yeah. What, what kind of age range would you say that's a good time to kind of let them go out on their own a, a bit? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's more than just age. Obviously, you know, Kids develop in different rates and mature at different rates. But I think just generally speaking, probably somewhere around 12 is what probably is mostly acceptable. Um, but again, that's going to come back to the judgment to the, the parents. And safety in numbers is always good, you know, even if yeah. they're going out, if they are going out without a parent, maybe going out with a group. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think groups are, are great. You're going to be seen um, – easier in a group and obviously, you know, if there's little issues or costume malfunctions or whatever, you have a a group to help you out. Letting them go in a group, what are some safety things that the kids need to keep in mind if they get separated from their group or their parents or just to get them back home safely? Yeah, I think kind of discussing or having a route planned is, is not a bad idea. I realize maybe you don't always have to do that, but it's not a bad thing to think about to maybe talk about, okay, you know, this is the neighborhood that we're going to be in. You know, if we get separated for any reason, um, just stay where you are somewhere along that route. So we know where to look. Um, obviously, you know, if, if you have the option to make a phone call, make sure you understand, you know, what, what number your parents' numbers and things like that. And then maybe, you know, an agreed upon time to get home instead of curfew. Yeah, I always, I always like that. Right, um, that way, if it's past that time, I can start thinking. Okay, do I need to start looking, or you know, did something happen? But yeah, having a, a time in mind is uh, good. And of course, there's you know, there's always stranger danger. Going up to the door on Halloween is one thing, but mm-hmm. you never want to go into their home or into a stranger's car. Yeah. What uh, What advice would you have on on you know that kind of stranger danger topic? Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, if you don't know somebody, you shouldn't be going into their house, right? The doorstep is one thing, but going into the house is is different. And I think going back to the groups, which is why it's important to be with a group, because it's obviously less likely that that you would do that if you're in a giant group rather than just maybe if you were by yourself or something like that. So, yeah, don't go in anybody's home that you don't know. Um, Stay in those groups. It's good. Now, we hope everyone's out there having just having a good time, being respectful of everyone, but sometimes you have those groups that are getting into mischief. You know, you got the pumpkin smashing, things like that. What advice would you have? Especially being a police officer, one of the best things that you can do is – is be a good witness, right? So if something's going on, 
I don't say necessarily, I, I wouldn't suggest just because you never know, wouldn't suggest confronting anybody. Uh, just be a good witness if, if it really is something you need to, to get police involved or something. Obviously call and just, just tell them what you see and where it happened. But um, I, I hesitate to, to suggest for anybody to confront, even if it's kids, uh, you just can't be too careful. Uh, it's not, you know, a pumpkin being smashed isn't worth your safety or your kid's safety. So you've, you've hit all the houses, your, your buckets and your, your candy bags are full. You want to wait until you eat those treats until you get home, right? I think largely the the candy tampering is is a little bit of an urban legend. Although it, you know, it's not to say that it couldn't happen, but um, I think just being able to see what you're actually uh, eating is is probably a smart thing to do, right? I mean, sometimes you just reach into the the basket, maybe you don't see exactly what you're grabbing, especially with allergies and things like that. You, you want to know what it is so right. uh, waiting to get home is is probably ideal and i mean you don't want to grab an almond joy when you're reaching for a butterfinger right? <laughs> no that would just yeah <laughs> that will throw you off you don't want to do that candy corn yes or no uh i'm gonna say it's okay i'm not gonna give a definitive <laughs> yes or no it i'll eat it if it's there you know but it's not gonna be my my go-to do you have a favorite candy I uh, probably would say Reese's. Reese's, solid yeah. choice. Yeah. It's pretty popular around here. I think yeah. that's one of Utah's top. Is it top oh, choices? Yeah, good. That means they're all doing the right thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you want to be mindful of that candy on the floor for the younger kiddos, the pets. You know, let's talk to, um, you know, choking hazards. Maybe overdoing it on candy. Yeah, I mean, you don't. It's it's hard to limit yourself on Halloween night, but. That uh, my candy always lasted a while, you know, as a kid, which was the best part, right? Yeah. Like I could have candy for the next couple of weeks, yeah. right? But that obviously comes with not uh, overdoing it the night of and getting sick and eating all my candy. So, <laughs> right. yeah, you want to space it out. There'll be plenty of time. What would what would you say is your main point you would like to get home to people ahead of Halloween? Um, just just pay attention slow down both for our trick-or-treaters and our drivers pay attention everyone's excited um but with that excitement we kind of forget some of the basics so just slow down you will make it to all the houses you will get all the candy that you can dream of um so just slow down and and pay extra attention on halloween especially last question it's a tough one what was your favorite halloween costume growing up hmm my favorite that I was. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I uh, was probably my Power Ranger outfit, my Power Ranger costume. Which Power Ranger were you? I think it was the uh, the red Power Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was very, very excited to get that costume, I remember, as a kid. So that probably was the, the crowning jewel for me. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Power Rangers. Awesome. Well, Officer Zackerson, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, to, thank you for having me. Yeah, we want to make sure our kiddos are safe and most of all having fun. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Connect Canyons. If you have a topic you would like to hear discussed, you can send us an email to communications at canyonsdistrict.org. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Connect Canyons. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Canyons District, or on our website, canyonsdistrict.org.